hottie I hangs like a dead man from a white oak tree people sitting on porches thinking how things used to be dark night it's a dark night What is up, people? This is the first episode of Variety Bites. I am Sean Williams. It is a Saturday night. And yes, that was the theme I used from from Dusk Till Dawn, which is a classic and underrated movie. Don't believe me? Then watch the damn thing. And if you haven't watched it, let me also ask what the hell is wrong with you. Now, reason why I'm doing this show as well as The Shark Attack, it's because, frankly, there's too much for me to talk about whether it's wrestling and whether it's stuff like enter- in entertainment, such as movies, TV, especially the superhero stuff, and sports. So that's where Variety Bites comes in, is that while the shark attack tackles the wrestling, I tackle the rest on here. So if you're, if you're a fellow nerd like I am, you'll feel right at home with this one. But first off, break out with a little sports. You know, it took didn't take long, but... The Capitals right now in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are demonstrating everything that they normally do in the postseason. They choke. One game is one thing. Two games, it's a little concern, but you've lost three straight games. In the last game you played on the road against Tampa Bay, you beat, you beat them badly. And now you're just on the verge of elimination and in the same situation you find yourself in every postseason. And, of course, everyone remembers that in Game 4, Ovechkin actually got took his stick and smashed it on the ice. And that's usually surprising for a guy like Ovechkin, considering that he's normally passive. But I think it's because he recognizes that this is his best shot. But also, this could very well be the best shot that he'll get out of this team. Meanwhile, the Vegas Golden Knights, they're on the verge of being one. Well, they are one game away from going to their first Stanley Cup Finals. And I think they may pull it off. I thought Winnipeg would give them more of a fight, but the series is 3-1, to one, and right now I think Winnipeg may be done. Elsewhere with the NBA playoffs, I saw I just got through watching the Celtics and the Cavs. First off, talk about a series where I don't really have anything invested in it. I'm not a Cavs fan, and as a Lakers fan, I've been born and bred to hate the Celtics my entire life. But I gotta say, watching the Cavs beat the living snot out of the out of the Celtics, that was pretty satisfying. And not to not that it really matters because frankly, whether it's Houston or whether it's Golden State, and I'd rather it be Golden State, neither one of these neither the Cavs or Boston are gonna beat either one of them. Just because I think Golden State is still too good. I still think they're the team to beat. And I still think that in the end, even if this goes six or seven games, Golden State is going to win this. Because in order for Houston to actually pull this off, you'd have to have all their guys, not just Chris Paul and James Harden. You'd have to have all their guys have career games where they're knocking 20-plus against Golden State. And Golden State has too much weaponry for them to, to match that up. 
I mean, you have Curry, you have Draymond, you have Clay Thompson, but you also got the, the great equalizer that is Kevin Durant. So, sorry, Houston, I'm still not. I'm not convinced that you can beat that you can actually beat this Golden State team. Elsewhere, we had one season finale take place this week. Actually, we had two. We had Gotham and we had Arrow. And let me just say this with Arrow. I'm glad that writers Mark Guggenheim and Wendy Miracle are not going to be the head writers anymore. Miracle's gone, and Guggenheim is now going to be a consultant, or as I call it, a demotion. And you know what? Good riddance to the both of them. This show has not been any good, or not been great, since season two. And the only thing Guggenheim seems to know how to do with the DC shows is kill off beloved characters, or not beloved, but well-known characters in the DC comic universe. Don't believe me? Let's run down the list, shall we? Deadshot, Amanda Waller, The Black Canary, a.k.a. Dinah Laurel Lance. And on Legends, where he's killed off Leonard Snard, a.k.a. Captain Cold, and Rip Hunter. So, don't. oh yeah, and let's not forget Firestorm. Or at least one half of Firestorm in Martin Stein. So, at this point, I'm glad he's gone, or in this case, demoted, because maybe, just maybe, we'll see a couple things happen with Arrow. Namely, we'll see more action, we'll see it actually act like a superhero series again, and maybe, just maybe, this illicity craze of this stupid coupling of Felicity Smoke and Oliver Queen, we can finally see that stupid fandom die. Not that, the, not that the Flash has been any better this season. I mean, frankly, while I love the crossover, the Crisis on Earth X crossover, the thinker sucks as a villain. You went from being this super genius all of a sudden to doing this absorbing all powers, body snatcher crap. And all it's done to me is waste a bunch of new characters. I mean, you had a new villain in Kilgore, you had new character the Fiddler, you also had Ralph Dibney, who aka Elongated Man, which a lot of fans loved, and you let and you killed him off. Which by the way, for the finale, since he's the only one that that the thinker has taken over or his body is still intact, you better bring back Dibney because otherwise you're gonna piss off a lot of people. Pardon me there, I had to re had to refuel had to refuel my my summer Sam Adams summer ale. And of course we had the finale for the season finale for Gotham. Miraculously that got picked up for a fifth season, which they said it's gonna be its last one. I'm fine with that. Because now you can finally get into the origin that we're wanting to see, namely Bruce Wayne becoming Batman. And and let's face it, this show is not going to go like Smallville in the last ten seasons. Uh, elsewhere, we had some shows unfortunately get canceled. Lucifer got canceled, and you know, much as I'm pissed off about that show getting canceled, the ending didn't frustrate me as badly as I thought it would. But there is a lot of inside inside stuff going on that Warner Brothers is trying to save the show since Twitter damn near had a meltdown over the show's cancellation. 
And Designated Survivor was another show that got canceled, which kind of surprised ABC pulled that trigger. I mean, I figured you'd at least give it one more season, but, well, guess not. I mean, Keith Sutherland thought that the show would see another season, but I guess ABC wasn't as optimistic as they were. And just when I thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was done, turns out it wasn't, because ABC renewed that for a sixth season. So, kind of surprised with that. I was ready for that show to be done. And a lot of shows, um, one other show that I personally like is I, Zombie, which got renewed, but it's also going to get a final, final season to wrap things up. See, I'm happier about when shows are given a chance to actually wrap things up, even though sometimes the finales can suck. If you don't believe me, look at the finales for Dexter and True Blood and then ask me that. Elsewhere with the move with movies, the Avengers: Infinity War has official after this week has toppled Jurassic World for the highest grossing superhero or highest grossing summer release. It's already toppled the highest grossing superhero movie ever. Sorry, Black Panther. And last I checked, it was 1.6 billion dollars, which mean it which would mean it would need another. Another 600k or more to actually surpass Avatar as the highest-grossing movie of all time. Which, if that happens, I say, "Hey, James Cameron, you can suck it, pal." Seriously, this guy's all bitter because the Marvel movies and the, all the superhero movies are doing so well. But the fact is, dude, you you actually have been saying how you wanted how you wanted all this how you wanted um, you needed all the technology possible or you didn't have the right technology to to make an avatar sequel how much technology do you need do you need to have an actual planet called pandora to to do this movie i mean honestly you're just lazy i mean you've had a couple of good hits over the years and really that's all but the fact that you haven't had anything new that's on you Read off of a LakersNation.com that apparently he, that apparently the Lakers are not opposed, are not against the idea of trading Lonzo Ball. And you know what? I wouldn't be against that either. <laughs> let him be, let him be somebody else's problem, or specifically, let him be some, let him be, or let his dad be somebody else's problem. And oh yeah, one more thing with the movies. Ended up seeing Deadpool two, which. That is one seriously effed up movie. And don't worry, I mean that as a compliment. Because, honestly, there's no way you can watch that movie and not say that it's effed up. But you could also tell Ryan Reynolds is just having an absolute ball playing that character. I mean, how could he not have fun playing that character? I mean, he's la- I mean he wears that costume, he's allowed to be vulgar as possible, it's violent, it's funny... And I still think this is the re- first real hit he's ever had. I mean, anything else he's done has had a cult following, yes, but it's never anything that's been a box office smash. Plus, you gotta love how it takes jabs at not just the superhero genre, but everything else. It just really tears into it. And I always love how he keeps taking jabs at himself in movies. I mean, even when he would crash to uh, Stephen Colbert and 
full Deadpool costume, and he referred to Ryan Reynolds as Mr. Blake Lively. Which, let's face it, that's the only good that came out of Green Lantern was he ended up meeting Blake Lively. And seriously, he married her? Can you blame him? And, you know, what? two things I'll tell you with this show that I promised you here and now I will never discuss on this show. I will never discuss religion, and I never will discuss politics. Why? Because no matter who you have that conversation with about the topic, there's always going to be somebody that's not only going to tell you you're wrong, but they're always going to throw it in your... try to do everything in their power to make you believe you're wrong. So, don't worry, people. Those are two topics that will never be spoken for on this show. Now, the biggest... Back to the TV shows, the biggest news that came out of of Entertainment Weekly for the CW with the DC crossovers is that the DC, the next crossovers of Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow is going to introduce Batwoman, which means we are finally going to see in the Arrowverse Gotham City. Something that I never thought was possible, but they're going to do it. I mean, I don't I don't doubt that it will be good. I mean, they they introduced their own version of Superman on Supergirl, and you know what? It turned out just fine. In fact, a lot of people like him, like him better than the guy in the movie. I mean, and let me say this. I have nothing against Henry Cavill as Superman. He just stinks at playing Clark Kent. And while we're at it on Justice League, I had no issue with Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm one of the few that probably has no issues with that. I also have had no issues with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. But I've never been the biggest fan of Cyborg. Their Flash sucked, and Aquaman only had maybe like a few lines and was just there like decoration. But, and let me say this, the difference between Justice League and Avengers Infinity War, first off, Thanos is an actual villain. He's not a step-down villain like Steppenwolf is. Steppenwolf in Justice League, he's a flunky for Darkseid. And I feel like instead of getting a big villain, we just got like a Diet Coke equivalent of a villain in that movie. It was a waste. And if they want the DC movies to be better, please, please stop using Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. He stinks. You had the opportunity to have Bryan Cranston as Lex Luthor and you didn't follow through with it? I mean, honestly, he he's like a hybrid of Lex Luthor and the Joker. And he like he doesn't know which he's trying to be. And it sucks because I like Jesse Eisenberg. But he's just not that good at, at that character. He was a bad choice. And of course, other other superhero movies we got later on in the year is we got Ant-Man and Wasp in July, and we got Venom in October which I was hoping they'd release that one on Halloween so I would actually have so I'd have a superhero movie that also kind of borderlines being a horror movie that I can actually see on Halloween. And it looks like they may have finally gotten it right with Tom Hardy as Venom. I mean, it can't be any worse than Spider-Man 3 was. Not that it was Topher Grace's fault, it was just that whole movie was garbage. 
And to this day, if I could, I would just sucker punch Sam Raimi for making that movie. It's like, if you didn't want to use Venom, then you shouldn't have done it. Because what you did was an insult. And, you know, and also, as far as Ant-Man and Wasp, you know, Ant-Man was not my, like, favorite of the Marvel movies. But I definitely thought it was, it was good. And who knew Paul Rudd could actually be a superhero. Plus, all the effects and stuff, plus you're having Evangeline Lilly as Wasp. I have no issues with it. I mean, I think it'll be just as good. I'm just curious how they'll tie in what happened in Infinity War. And, you know, I've heard how... I mean, I've heard had the discussion about how the only... Well, with Avengers, how only, like, the original Avengers were still standing in that movie. Not necessarily true in that one. I mean, there was still War Machine and there was still Rocket the Raccoon. And, and you know, here's the other thing. Here's my other defense with people complaining about the ending of Infinity War. If you thought that storyline was going to be wrapped up in one movie, you're kidding yourself. It could have been wrapped up in one movie. It just wouldn't have been as good. And the Russo brothers, I never thought somebody could do a better job than Whedon did. But you know what? <laughs> Give them whatever the hell they want. But, you know, that movie is a clear example of why Marvel is so much better with their movies than with DC. DC was trying to shoot for the moon in an attempt to try and rush things and catch up with Marvel. That was just stupid. I mean, Marvel, here's the thing. They started with Iron Man. Yeah, they had a plan, but they were never going to follow through with it if the movie didn't do well. Luckily, it did well, so then they started with The Incredible Hulk, given it had moderate success, but still not the success they were hoping for. Then they did Iron Man 2, then they did Thor, then they did Captain America, and once they knew they had something going, they knew that The Avengers was going to be next, and that was going to be their make or break. And you know what? It worked. Because the first Avengers was fantastic. It proved that you could have that collection of superheroes in one place. And it didn't disappoint. You know, the only issue I'm going to have when this is over is I feel like a lot of the actors in those movies had set the bar so high. Even if you tried to reboot it and start over again, I don't know if you're going to get anybody to do better. One rumor that's going around is that a lot of the cancellations that Fox did is because of Disney apparently is aiming to buy or is set to buy Fox. Which, if they do that, can you please cancel Fox News? But, um... But I think that if this merger does take place, it may be the one thing that would bring Hugh Jackman to play Wolverine again. And if that happens, please give us a Wolverine and Deadpool movie. I mean, come on. Having those two on the same screen together it would just be magic. And one other thing I'll give credit to Deadpool about... Who knew it would take a Deadpool movie to actually give us a proper version of Colossus? I mean, the version they've had in both Deadpool movies is the best one we've gotten in, in any of the X-Men movies. I mean, nothing against the guy that played him in, in those movies, but <laughs> you want to know one difference? He actually speaks in this and has a Russian accent, so they got all that down. 
And, oh, as far as Josh Brolin as Cable in Deadpool, let me just say this. I'm convinced that Josh Brolin is the kind of actor who can make any role work, even if the movie is complete crap. I mean, the movie, there's only so many actors that can do that, but he's definitely one of them. And, you know, circling back to sports, I gotta tell you how the Vegas... I still think that if the Capitals can't pull it off, and even if they do, I think the Vegas Knights might be, might be too much for anybody else to handle, whether it's Tampa Bay or, or the Capitals. Of course, I think you have a Tampa Bay and Vegas Knights Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> It's going to be the NHL's worst nightmare having two expansion teams in the Stanley Cup Finals. One of them in the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year. But I'm sure Vegas will go nuts. I mean, this is their first professional sports team that's now on the verge of act- actually getting their first championship. So, but, and you know, I've watched the Knights. I'm impressed with them. I think their offense is great. And that's why I think that they have the ability to probably take the whole thing. Browsing, you know, browsing through my movie library, and I saw... And here's the thing. If those of you that know me know, I'm the biggest fan of the Transformers. And watching... Here's the thing. I've seen all the movies, including the recent one, The Last Night. And here's how bad that movie was. It was so bad, even I couldn't like it. There were things about it that I liked, but in in terms of the movie as a whole, not even close. And no, I don't think Mark Wahlberg was the problem. That movie had a lot more problems than than Mark Wahlberg. But he was definitely not the problem. I mean, for one thing... Well, here's one example, and I won't drawing out a whole list of what was wrong with that movie, but one example. What the hell is Hot Rod doing with an act with a French accent? That I will never understand. And also you advertise this thing of Optimus Prime being evil, and that probably lasted maybe what, twenty minutes? But again, there's a whole list of things that were wrong with that movie. And oh one and one other thing was Anthony Hopkins just felt completely useless in that movie. One other speaking of movies, I don't know if anybody has seen the Paterno movie, the one with Al Pacino as Joe Paterno. I couldn't watch the whole thing of that. I mean, I don't like the way HBO does their biopics. I mean, they did the one years ago, The Girl, with centered on Tippi Hedren working with Alfred Hitchcock, and it made Alfred Hitchcock look like this complete deviant. I mean, it was just ridiculous that they made him look like this short, stumpy perv, like obsessed with Tippi Hedren. And then you have, and then with this, you have Joe Paterno looking completely senile and just act and completely dumbfounded. And I just don't... 
I don't think they painted that situation in a... I mean, given it's a horrible situation, what had happened, but just that whole thing, like you're making Paterno look like a victim here. It's like, I don't think HBO knew what they were trying to do with that one. And, and well, there's one, well, given this was more of a documentary than a biopic, I did watch that movie they did on Andre the Giant. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, I'm sure you knew who Andre the Giant was. But watching that thing, that's a that's one hell of a hell of a documentary and had no idea how rough it was for him towards the end of his career. And speaking of somewhat wrestling, well, I guess in UFC coming up, CM Punk is going to have another UFC fight. How Dana White's going to advertise that, I have no idea. But I'll tell you this much. (laughs) I'm not betting money on him winning. I would bet money on how long it would take him to get his ass kicked again. I mean, the last time he couldn't even last two minutes in the the octagon. It's like, was it really worth leaving wrestling? But then again, from what I've heard, Punk is an egomaniac and really cocky as hell. So, you reap what you sow. And last, lastly for the night, one, one thing I will talk about is, um, is the haunt, is the Solo movie. You know, I like the Star Wars movies, and I've seen every one of them. I just don't feel as excited for Solo as I have for other Star Wars movies. I just don't. I mean, I'll still see it. I'm just not feeling that same excitement. And by the way, you know how they, apparently, they broke out a story saying that, Lando Calrissian is apparently pansexual. To quote Peter Griffin, Oh my God, who the hell cares? Seriously. I mean, it's gotten to a point where... I mean, look. I, person's sexuality, I don't care one way or the other. I mean, that's their own business. But... In this case, I just feel like... They... They made that announcement, and I'm just like, so? So what? It's like, why is this relevant? Why was this important? I mean, were people really clamoring that much to know that about Lando Calrissian? I mean, seriously, what are you trying? I mean, what were you trying to do? Make it so that so now you got people asking Billy D. Williams that question about that he did he ever know that about Lando? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure when he signed up to play that in Jedi and Empire, that was probably one of the things that he had to ask about that character the first time. Seriously, it's not, the character's sexuality is not a big deal. So why is they, are they making it like they have to announce it, as if anybody was really dying to know? As far as Solo goes, you know, I mean, if Ron Howard's involved with it, it can't be that bad, plus the casting, so definitely see what happens with that one. Anyway, people, that's about it for tonight. I want to thank you for listening to the first episode. Be back next week. Be talking more sports, more more entertainment, and well, every whatever else I can find and think of that I don't talk about anywhere else. So until then, people, this has been Variety Bites. I'm Sean Williams. And I'm out of here.
Let's go.